Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Cavino and Rich. Best of the week. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. All right. Cavino and Rich. Best of the week. Oh, butt cheeks. Nice. Cavino and Rich. Best of the week. It's from one of our listeners. Let's call him AJ. AJ Benza. Oh, yeah. AJ Benza. And I have to give you a little backstory on this dude. This dude was one of our youngest listeners. Look, we started our show in 2004. So this guy was on our show. He was like just a kid. And I remember yeah. he had a, a baby early on, and he didn't know what to do, right? He was one of the young dudes that had a kid, but he was young as hell too back then. And we've seen him grow up and do well for himself. He has a good, steady job. He's a good-looking dude. Right, I know he had some situations with baby's mama because he was in other relationships for as long as we've known him. Again, this yeah. is a guy we know through the show. But then after all that, and after all that heartache and baby mama drama and things like that, he found a girl that sort of fulfilled his every desire. Desire. Fast forward because... Who the fuck knows where time's going? Nine years later, nine years with that same girl who was there for him, who showed him what love was all about, who I'm sure was a a person in his kid's life. I mean, he was with her for nine years. I don't know that for sure, but he was with this person for nine years. Their relationship has now come to an end, but... He writes to us in great detail in how sad this is. And I feel bad for him, but take a listen and we'll give advice to a guy who really is a good and good-looking dude. And I'd like to help out because we know him and he's a nice dude. Friend in need from AJ Benza. AJ, my nine-year relationship to the girl I was set to marry has ended. Now, my first question is nine years and they weren't married? That's wild in itself. I don't know the answers as to why. Maybe he was taking it slow after that last go. Set to marry? Is that code for was engaged or that was like, yo, I was about to pull the trigger? Set to marry. I think it was, in in my interpretation here, it was so long, like, it was bound to happen. Like, they just knew because they've been together for so long. It was just understood. That's what I'm getting. Because gotcha. he would have said engaged, no? Yeah, I don't know. No, true. So my nine-year relationship to the girl uh, I was with was set to marry has ended. What makes it worse is she found someone else because she feels that her love for him lit a fire inside her heart that she Desire. hasn't felt in years, and she has to follow her heart because... We're both 35, and she's not getting any younger. So let's think about this. We've been doing our show 16 years, 16-plus years. He's 35. He's been listening to us since he was like 19. Yeah. Right? So that's why I feel he's like a little brother. We got to help this guy out. They're not getting any younger. She doesn't want to live life thinking, what if? He says, it's called the honeymoon phase. Please, but whatever. She's moving all her stuff out of the home we shared together this Sunday, yesterday. Oh. This home doesn't feel like a home anymore. I'm in a downward spiral of emotions, like I'm sinking in quicksand and can't pull myself out. Now, that's that's scary talk. Yeah. I know he's just saying it, and I don't want to overthink it, but let me repeat that. Home doesn't feel like a house anymore. I'm in a downward spiral of emotions, like I'm sinking in quicksand and can't pull myself out. My question is, how long is this feeling of heartbreak going to last? I can't even eat a full meal with the pit of my stomach getting in the way. He's throwing it out there to the wide world of Cavino and Rich. I felt a lot that. of times. I felt that might go to someone. Like, ah, oh, been there, buddy. Sorry. Many a lot times. of times, uh, it's over before you know it. We've made this point 
clear many times. It was over before this. Well, he claims to be blindsided, but clearly something was going on, right? He just didn't know about it. Yeah. But he he Um, didn't know, which makes it even tougher. The toughest, one of the toughest breakups I ever had was because I was so blindsided. You know, I got to appreciate the honesty sometimes when I look back. Like, yeah, they let me know I was an asshole and that they were unhappy. It didn't just come out of the blue. I just wasn't listening. Mm -hmm. You know, there was one time where it was like, Everything was great as far as I knew. There was no complaints. There was smiles. We were good. And I really was blindsided. And, dude, I thought I was dying. I went under, I was 150 pounds in, in depression. You could go <laughs> one of on both purpose. ways. Yeah, you could, you could either gain a lot of weight or lose a lot of weight. This was the one time I lost a lot of weight. And even my family, like my mom was like, Steven, what's going on? And it's because I was blindsided. So you got to factor in. When you have zero clue that something's going on, that does hit you harder and make it a little worse. The other stories oh, yeah. you kind of knew that, you know, there was trouble in paradise. She's been a little sneaky. She's told me she was unhappy. Like, it didn't just come out of nowhere. In this case, it seems to have, according to what I read in the comments from him and other people, a lot of our listeners, you know, came to help him, have met him along the way, you know, through the many events that we've held, so they know this guy. and He got tons of support, and a lot of it was just, you know, it gets easier. But, Rich, any advice for him? Well, I, I commented because it freaking hurt my heart to read this because yeah. I know the guy, like you said. I gave, like, pretty simple advice, but I'll, I'll tell you guys what I told him, which is this is – always the hardest when it doesn't make sense to you, right? When you can't quite understand it, it's always the hardest why? and it's temporary. Why? Yes. And what why. you're feeling, what you're feeling is temporary. It sounds terrible, but anytime in your life where you're like, Oh man, I had the roughest day or the roughest month or you lost somebody or you lost something or you lost a job, a loved one. Yeah, unfortunately life goes on and time goes on and all these things are temporary. I, I hate to compare it to something as, trivial as a dentist chair but when you're in the dentist chair and you're getting a fucking cavity filled or dental work and you're like oh oh and it's fucking painful and shitty and you hate you're hating that moment you're in the chair drooling on yourself and you're like i fucking hate everything about this moment How about when you have uncontrollable diarrhea and you feel like your stomach oh, is just gonna dude, explode uh, it's never gonna, you're, it's never you're gonna over stop. the toilet you're over the toilet yeah. vomiting shitting vomiting shitting all you got to think to yourself is this isn't permanent. It's going to end. It's temporary. It's this will away. end. This diarrhea feeling in my stomach will end. The dentist no, poking and prodding my mouth it's not will forever. end. Hey, even the, the pain of, of losing someone in life, like a death, the pain is enormous. And I'm sure it gets worse. But you have to know that we as humans are resilient and you're going to get through it. Yeah. You know? I mean, it, it sounds it sounds awful, but I mean, grief is a box. <laughs> Explain. Grief is a box. Tell me, Spot. Oh, do you want me to do my? Uh, yeah, because I gave him my like, grief is a box analogy. Yeah, I'll tell you what I told him too. Go ahead. So, oh, picture this box that I'm in. Okay. So let's say over here is a big giant button of grief, right? It's the size of my head, and there's a little ball in there, and it bounces around this box, and every time it hits my head, it feels bad. But it bounces. Oh, it feels bad. Oh, oh, it feels bad. But then as my head gets smaller, right, it bounces. It it maybe won't hit it as much. Oh, it feels bad, but now it's not going to hit it as much. Oh, it feels bad, but now it's not going to hit it as much. And then eventually the button's so small that it hits so infrequently. It still feels the same, but you're feeling it less and less. So the intensity is still the same. Like you're still going to feel horrible. But as time goes on, the button gets smaller and you're hitting it less and less and less. I like the sentiment, the demonstration, not so much. I, I couldn't, it was like on the fly in a box. Yeah, that was no Todd talk. No, no. But the idea of it, <laughs> I like. You know, and a lot of the advice, there was a lot of great advice. Some people were quoting advice that we'd given throughout the years. I remember one guy saying, you know, remember what the boys used to say back in the Maxim days? It's like one month for every year you guys were together. So in this case, 
you know, sometimes, look, they were together for nine years, dude. You don't just get over that. Like, to completely get over it, right? You just don't get over it. You don't. So, nine years, it might take, let's say, six to nine months to well, really be over it. To really be over it. I'm not saying another not layer. feel good along the way. I'm saying there's some truth to that. Time is the great healer here, and you have to be patient. But the other advice that everyone else was chiming in on, too, is so true. This is the time to focus on you and yourself. Be a better version. Hit the gym. You know, figure out what's next, where it went wrong. You know, be a better version of you and focus on you. You know, I hate the gym, but I love the gym because that's usually where I turn to in, in all these times of strife to get it out, stress well, relief, and work on myself and feel better about myself. There's another layer of this, too, that we're forgetting that you're just brushing past. Am I? Or maybe I didn't get to it yet. Are we, uh, are we assuming that this is not worth fighting for? Like, could... Are you open to the idea of fighting for something once the person has moved to out. someone else? Are she's you too in, prideful? She's moving out, dude. That's that's different. It's not some, you know, girlfriend who is moving out with some other dude. Like she's moving out of the house with another dude, right? She, I don't know. Is she? Look into the comments. Yeah, there was another dude involved. There's right? another dude involved. Oh, yeah. but it didn't say she was moving in with this other dude. But I mean, spot. You've been you've been with. But where's she moving? Right after nine you, years. You've been with you've been with your wife. Uh, how long now? How long have we been dating? Yeah. Well, how uh, long have you been together? Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Dating too. What the year is it? Uh, I look at my relationship like a box. Thirteen years. Thirteen years. All right. So if Kristen, if ago. Kristen was like. Christian, our passion level is not the same. I want to be with the doctor at my hospital. And you're like, what are you serious? And she's like, yeah, the passions are burning deep. I want, I need a break or something like some people, when someone else is involved, they're like, well, fuck you. I'm done with you. But then there's other people that are willing to fight to make it right. You would you win. be like, fuck off? Or would you be like, you can't win in this scenario. I'll tell you why. I'm, I'm sorry to be a naysayer, but it's like, just a bad I'll comparison. Ready? Out. Here's this girl with get out guy A who is new, shiny new, honeymoon phase, greatest Love. dude ever, no problems, exciting, you know, exciting about the possibilities, and guy B who's at his worst right now, miserable and, and groveling. Is that the word? Groveling? Groveling, begging, you. pathetic, a shell of himself, and you know what that's all about because you've been there, done that already. You know. So do I want groveling person that I could probably get any time I want because he's so pathetic right now because I just left him or the guy who's like nothing but great potential. You'll never compare unless you take yourself out of that, you know, scenario altogether. You'll never compete. How are you down here at your worst, at your lowest, at your most vulnerable? How are you able to compete with Mr. Perfect who she's willing to leave you Four, you can't. So win her back. What the fuck? You got magical powers? You can do some sort of, uh, some sort of, how do you do? Some sort of, ooh, some sort of, what's it called? So you get a hypnotizer? Spell? Yeah, what are you going to do? The only thing no, you can do, of, we talked about this, yeah, some little juju voodoo. You know, some little jambuzi. Juju voodoo? Some little, who are you? Jambuzi. Oh. You don't remember Barnando would give people the jambuzi? You, you trying to jinx her fucking love life? It's not how it works. The only thing you can do, we talked about this last week, is disappear and then trick her back into your life. And if it works, then fine. Yeah. But, you know, fall off the face of the earth because you could never compete with this dude who's great and grand and she's willing to leave you uh, for it. So, new Rich, exciting I think guy, that's, that's new bad exciting advice because you're just going to look more pathetic. The more, Let me give you one last analogy. The more you push, the more she'll pull. It's as simple as that. If yeah. you pull away, she may come closer. But if you push, she will pull guaranteed so i think that'll never work especially in this situation because he's so he's like a wounded dog man there's nothing he could do that's not attractive to a woman this other dude he's like cool and confident who would you choose cool and confident dude or wounded puppy the new person will always win always in this scenario. because everything from emotions to physical to everything is New. And as Barney Stinson once said, new is better. Um, you know what I never did, Rich, that I always said I was going to do? 
There was things that you always wanted to do as a single guy that you never got a chance to do. Like I wanted to, you know, roam the the, the beaches of Brazil and and find a row of oily butt cheeks and just glide down them. Remember when Frosty the Snowman slides down on his belly down on the hill? Yeah, yeah. I wanted Happy to slide birthday. slide down just a row of ass cheeks on a beach in Brazil, all oiled up. I like that. And they get like, 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 like slip and slide, slip like and slide into the water. I really like that <laughs> idea. Yeah. You know, can you can roam still, the streets? Imagine me in Brazil just as a single dude, like, what's up? What's up? No, you'd be looking down and be like, what's up? What's, what's up? up? What's, what's up? up? What's up? Never what's up? got it. Dude, what's up? you know how many times after a breakup I said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go to like Colombia or Brazil, just like, you know, Bangladesh. Columbia. I'm going to Bangladesh, bro. Bangladesh. Who's Ladesh? Bang, bang, bang. And I never did it. AJ, if I can give you advice. Go to Bangladesh. Once you, once you get that swole on, <laughs> get that pump going, Bangladesh and whatever I destination is. I recommend Brazil. That you want to go to because I never did it. I was this close last time. And then I met Jordan. Be like uh, Christ the Redeemer and just stand there with your arms open. Yo, bro. With your dong out. Like, Yo, I'm here. Hey. I'm single. What's up? I waited for this. Not a terrible idea. I'm you know redeemer. what? It, AJ the Redeemer. AJ the Redeemer, bro. There's fun in that. There's fun in that hunt. Being in the mist. We used to call it being in the mist. Remember? Do we have the soundtrack? Oh, we have the sound. You're in the mist again. And that's the other mental mind game you got to play. Yeah, it hurts. It's the worst. It's the death. It's the death of a relationship. It's a loss. It's a real loss. And what makes it harder is that girl's out there. She's not in the ground and gone forever. She's there and it hurts. But you're in the mist, bro, and you feel that cool breeze hit you. When that cool breeze hits you and you feel that, go, go, and you're there with your arms spread like Christ the Redeemer. You're out there again. You're like, anything's possible. And you know what's possible? The person that's going to love you more than she did and a, and a chemistry that you never thought you'd have again. And it's there. It happens all the time. Every time I've, every relationship I've been out of, I, I thought, I'm never going to find another one like that. And I did. Yep. But you know and what, I did, though? And I did, and I did, and I did. And they've been better it's, all uh, along the way. There is that feeling that, oh, my God, am I doing something weird or wrong? When you get with when you get with the first person after your long relationship, it feels so weird. Like, what am I doing? Like, I, I can tell you, AJ, you're, you're going to get with some girl, and you're probably going to feel very weird at first because she'll be like, yo, am I doing something wrong? Because it does feel wrong because you were with the same person for so long. But then the mist hits you. You see those cheeks in Tulum, or wherever you are, you're like, yes! I'm back in the mist where you study women in their natural habitat, just like Jane Goodall and the gorillas. Yeah. But you're the Goodall studying the women in the mist. And there's fun to that. At first, hold on. Let me warn my, my boy, AJ. At first, the mist, give me, get, you're in the mist. Ready? Ready. Yeah. Ready? You're in the mist. At first, you're like, I don't like the mist. Look at Mwah. all these fucking girls who aren't my girl, who aren't as good as the one I just lost. Mwah. Look at all these trash bags in the mist. But then you see that you see that one that smiles <laughs> at you just the right way. You know, you're going to have to get through all those shitty nights out. You're like, man, I'm not about this life. I was done with going out on a Thursday and doing things like this and hanging out with trash. But there's going to be that one person you meet along the way. It's, it's always when you least expect it. That's the other yeah. thing. But, man, mental mind shift and embrace the myth. Embrace the mm-hmm. myth and keep us posted. We, we are rooting for you. You'll be fine. You're a good-looking, good dude. Cavino and Rich, best of the week. Hey, it's Cavino and Rich. We hope you enjoyed that highlight from our show. Now, if you want to catch our show live every day, video and audio, patreon.com slash Cavino and Rich. Join us on our new adventure. Patreon.com slash Cavino and Rich. Again, there's two tiers, one where you could just listen, one where you could listen and watch what we do, plus some extras behind the velvet rope. Either way, we hope you join and we hope you enjoy it. Appreciate you listening. We're Cavino and Rich. Tell your friends. Cavino and Rich, best of the week. Big takeaway from first soccer weekend as a sports dad. Yo, it is a breeding ground for shenanigans. Lots of single dads, lots of single moms, 
lots of little lawn chairs and glasses of wine and coffees and everyone just, I'm telling you, it's the, if you're a single dad or a single mom and you want to meet someone, sign your kid up for some Saturday morning sports. It is like social hour. Like I, I, I was getting Emmy's little shin guards at the registration area. I come back and some guy's talking to Sarah. I'm like, who's this? Hey, Braxton. Good to meet you. This is my son Briggs. And I'm like, Oh, Braxton and Briggs. How are you? And it's, uh, sounds like a jug band. <laughs> it, it's fat. It is fascinating to see how, like, if you are a single dad, that's good looking or like the hot single mom, you can make quite an impression and splash at kids sports. In what way? No doubt. What way? I just think it, it's it's set up for a social scene because all the kids are just running around. So the parents are forced to sort of small talk and hang and talk about like, oh, where are you from? Oh, this, which kid's yours? Which if you're like a single dad, you could be like, yeah, that's my boy. That's a uh, little Braxton. Then, uh, yeah, you know, I get him on the weekends, but, uh, you know, he's with his mom during the week. Oh, you're divorced? Now all of a sudden, you know, this guy's set the tone with all these ladies there. But he's single. I just think it's a a good scene for the single dad or single mom. So remember I said that. Rich, I feel like you have the eye of something. I just don't know what it is. I have the creepo. Hmm. You know how I say I have the eye of the vato? I could see crime before it happens. <laughs> like I walk down the street just on the walk to Spotty's house. There's a basketball sitting in the driveway. I, the Vato, looked at it and said, that's ready to get stolen. If I wasn't such a nice guy, I'd take that basketball. Somebody's going to take that basketball. Some <laughs> Your kid thought just was to steal basketball. a basketball out of a kid's driveway. No, 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 no. The eye of the Vato recognizes that. I don't do that, he's but like, I think He's like a it. consultant, you know? Yeah. I, I you could go be around a crime consulting. Consultant. Yeah, you should be a crime consultant. Yeah. Right, the Vato knows. You have this. I don't want to put words in your mouth, but you have the eye of something else, where you're like. I wouldn't say the. I wouldn't say the. I wouldn't say the creepo, but I. I wouldn't. I. I think creepo's harsh, but I think I do have the eye of like I can tell what's going on. Yeah, nice. Well, like when I when I see the the moms in yoga pants sitting down whispering to each other and fucking. Big, big hosses there, single dad with his uh, tight T-shirt and cowboy boots and jeans. And he's like, hey, ladies. Uh, yeah, you know, I haven't seen you in a while. Nice to meet you. Yeah. Like, I, in my mind, I'm like, yeah, I, have, like I have the Tiger Woods. I have the Tiger, I have the tiger is, Woods, bro. I mean, you don't, you don't think intramural, you don't think intramural recreational kids, little league soccer, PAL basketball, I-9 sports. You don't think these are breeding grounds for affairs? Of course they are. It's always like, yeah, she left uh, her husband for the soccer coach. Or no they shit. met at the Liberty exactly. game. You hear those stories all this. the time. Yeah, it's like like when we got there, it was, you know, it's like, all right, you're on a find Coach Gary. He's at me's coach. Oh, now coach, coach Gary's Gary. like a hey. Coach Gary. Yeah, hey, it's, uh, it's me, Gary. I'm Coach Gary. Hey, no, kids, Gary, gather around. Gary's definitely like a big stud. Gary wore like extra short shorts. Yeah. Gary's giving all the kids Gary. stickers. Gary, Gary's like the ultimate guy you want to be your kid's coach. He's oh, like, hey, hey, Gary. Hey, Emmy, what's up? Oh, Gary. hey, hey, Miss Mom. You're looking pretty good over right. there. Anyway. Kids, make kids. a line. We're going to do some kicking drills. Oh Let's go. Isn't Gary, isn't Gary sweet? Everyone got He's their so shit guards. Sweet. sweet. That Gary's great with the kids. But I, uh, if, if, if Gary wasn't like, friendly chubby dad that's doing drills what if what if gary what if it's like he's, yeah that's cool he's doing that's drills coach, all right uh, yeah he is i have the tiger woods knows what yeah, he's he up to drills. i mean you can you you if you don't think you could tell then you're I'm fucking saying i can't i'm saying you're good at it. yeah you you have a particular skill i'm giving you credit i see it you could see it but i think you like you really recognize these things i think it's a good skill it's a superpower I I could tell I could tell just by meeting a mom like oh. what's her deal meaning like it could be it could be just a simply random mom like hi I'm uh, I'm Rebecca this is my husband uh, Jackson and I could tell immediately like 
you know, Rebecca's fucking around behind Jackson's back. I can tell. I can just look at him. I know. It's like Soccer. when I'm at Home Depot, right, Rich? My husband's in yeah. prison. If you want to come over. Looking at all the grills outside in the front and all the plants and all the greenery they have right out there out, out front. And I look at the like line of security and some fucking old guy with a little vest on. I'm like, this is crime waiting to happen. Consultant. Yeah. When I'm walking down Mr. the street. Mr. Call. When I'm walking down the street and I see beautiful like plants in beautiful vases, I'm like, someone could just pick this up and throw yeah, it in, and the, you know what? in their flatbed. People do that. Yeah, I know. It, it, watch the ring app or the next door app. People I know. are going around stealing everyone's shit. But I notice these things. You're that guy. The same way. No, no, no. I don't do those things. Why don't you walk the neighborhood? Why don't you start a Dude. neighborhood watch where you go around and say, see that right there? Someone's going to steal it. Like, I could have a whole fucking Pay garden me. of cacti. Pay me. Whoa, whoa, whoa. The, For free. If I wanted the, to. The, the cashier that's in charge of overseeing eight self-checkouts is a 14-year-old kid with pimples? I have the vato. You're, I think those things all the time. I'm like, you know how many like chicken breasts must get stolen a day? Why chicken breasts? I, I mean... For chicken tacos. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. For, maybe, maybe, I don't know, comes in and he's like, listen, let me tell you, I have the vato who's going to break it down. And you say, see this guy? He's a 90-year-old guy on self-checkout. Who's to say I don't scan one pack of steaks? I'm not going to scan my second pack of steaks because that guy's not going to know. And I don't look. I the Vato isn't always a bad thing. You know, it's also a killer instinct. It's also a fire inside. I don't want it to be all about crime. It's just I see things that only a Vato would see. That's that side of me. But the other side of me is like, yeah, but I would never do that. Rich, you have a, a great ability to see these things unfurling, unfurling. Even when you meet moms, you know their deal. It's amazing. No. I have the Tiger no. Woods. Yeah. How do you, you have you that? Can, how do you have that ability? No, man, I don't know how you do it. You can, you can look at a mom. You can look at a dad. You can look at these people and know what's up immediately. I'm telling you, it's uh, you just get the vibe. Like I, I hear guys like our buddy Sean, right? Our buddy Sean in Connecticut, super agent Sean Wyman. Our buddy Drew Mack in Nashville. There's guys that tell me about all the shenanigans that go on in their little neighborhoods. And I'm like, yeah, no shit. Because people are, people are creepy enough to no good. It's the truth. Especially people that, especially people that necessarily didn't get it on much. Maybe when they were younger, there, there, if you go to someone's neighborhood and it's like, you know, every month we have a little barbecue in the cul-de-sac. If you don't think Barbara dipped away, when she went to go get a refill of her drink and made out with like Hank, Susan's wife, that shit happens. Denial. I wonder if other moms were checking out my dad when he coached the little league team. Oh yeah. Look at that mustache. He looks like Tom Selleck and Ravishing Rick Rude had a baby. And my dad taught so many like bad lessons to the kids. He wasn't like Walter Matthau, bad news bears kind of guy. But he would say things that really made no sense. I told you this. He, he would say, hit in the green, not in between. <laughs> like, yeah, for the outfield. You know why? Because little kids in the outfield couldn't catch. So those are my dad's strategies. Yeah, so uh, I'd say uh, hit out there. Hit in the green, uh, not, <laughs> not in between. Not in between. All right, cool, cool. My dad, uh, I wonder if they were eyeing him up. I see. I wish I had the eye that you had to notice these things. Yeah. But probably. That's why I mean, my mom would get mad about certain things. Hey, by the she way, you know what? what I want to read the feedback because I, I think this is one of those unspoken investigations that would absolutely, would absolutely uncover this. Like you're saying, it's a breeding ground, you, right? For shenanigans. If you go, if you go to any, if you go to any little league weekend at the, like when you go to, where do you, we, when I played little league, we played at a place called cherry Valley in garden city South. Where did you play? What was your, where was the little league field that had like the shack and all that union, New Jersey. We had uh, a, a facility called Esna stadium and we had multiple stadiums and hall stadium was like the dope spot. So like let's say you really went to Esna, little Esna where they had the little, they had the little shack where they sold uh, Charleston chews and uh, little hugs. gator gum and hot dogs and shit. Little hugs. Little jugs of sugar water. Little hugs. That's what I said. Little hugs. You don't think, even if nothing happened. Marino's Italian ice. 
you don't know how many, you don't, you couldn't even count how many unhappy, unsatisfied 30 year old moms were probably talking about how they hated their husbands and how they were all like flirting with like, like, uh, you know, Mark's dad, who is super handsome. And I think he's getting divorced. Like, if you don't think that shit is like the regular status. Wow. Yeah. I don't know, man. I guess that was going on. I never looked at it that way. I have a different eye. I thought all the moms were having fun serving hot dogs and shit. I didn't know. But now that you mentioned it, you know, I'm a, I'm a dad. So I never got into the gossipy side of what is happening. And other dads never crossed those lines with me. Even now, like when I talk to them, most of the conversations are like broy conversations. Or maybe didn't you what, ever wonder, didn't you ever wonder how the kid that maybe stunk still started? Maybe mom was banging the coach. But how did, how's your father doing? Can Rich take accountability for anything? Of course, the first thing Emmy does wrong, he blames he blames Sarah. I was going to yeah, say. Yeah, she, she taught Emmy to be too nice. Anytime I try to be silly or... Give Emmy a little edge. Sarah's like, no, don't, don't get me. Did Spot just pass in his invisibility cloak? He's a floating head now. We have super high-tech special effects now on our Patreon. I mean, it's only getting better and better, guys. Wait till we get in a studio. Oh, you just wait. So the breeding ground for shenanigans, you say. I think it depends think. on what type of people you're going for. I think it depends what kind of relationship you're in. I think it depends on the town that you live in. No, it's every town. Uh, it's not because I grew up in the school system of Woodland Hills, and all I meet is Mr. and Mrs. Frumpy. So I've never met a woman that was like, that's, yo, that's, man. If that, I sounds was, that sounds insane. You, you're going to live in Woodland Hills. You'll see it for yourself. I, I, you describe I mean, I'm just this? telling you my experience. You describe this and I'm fascinated by it because we're like, even when we drop Emmy off at daycare, not daycare, uh, preschool, all that's coming in and out are like 30 year old yoga moms. And like, like I said, young dudes that are like on their way back from the gym or something. Um, Woodland Hills is, uh, it seems to be like an older town. It's not that kind of town. And it, I, and I'm saying it must be different. Everywhere, I'm not denying this by any means. I know this so stuff is going on. Moms. I'm just saying that oh, my experience so was moms. a bunch of frumpy moms. No, and horny I, moms. I'm just telling you what I experienced. But you know what? It's going to be like and, you, and still experience. It's going to be like you know when you went to college and like everyone's frumpy, but like you were all in the same boat. It's like you're going to be like there with all the frumpy moms. There's a they few. Start, yeah. I mean, few, but none that I was like. They're all sexually charged. Yo, man, I'm gonna get do a get up to no good with this scenario. Well, no, 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 no. There's a difference between saying you're gonna be a scumbag, but you're trying to tell me that you're trying to tell me your ex-wife was the only attractive mom in the whole school in Southern California. Maybe, maybe like one other one, but she was not not like not anything to write home about. You know, because I write home a lot. Um, She's hot, banger. <laughs> no one's gonna know. <laughs> no, be a good guy. You gotta be good. Right. No, but you gotta really bang her. Come on, she's horny. Maybe. Maybe. Her <laughs> husband works all day. You can just go to her house and bang her. Come on, be a good dude. Yeah, that wouldn't be right. Um, <laughs> let's see. She's a mom. She's a yeah. Chris guy. Rucker. Chris Rucker hit us up and he goes, the, the neighborhood we just bought our house in is known to be a swingers block. Ooh. I had no idea until my friends told me to make sure my wife didn't have an upside down pineapple. In her cart at the grocery store, because that's an indicator. I heard gnomes were indicators. If you have a garden gnome, it means you're a swinger neighborhood, swinger house. I found that out yesterday. I was yesterday years old when I found that out because we brought up garden gnomes. And I, I ref grade school basketball. And the coaches from the same team ended up doing a wife swap. And kids on the team's parents were both fucking the coaches. Wow. I, I'm just saying, people maybe you, like you have the eye of the Vato. I have the I have the eye of like I could tell. I I can look at people and be like, look at all these people. They are they they are up to no good. They don't have come to me with that stuff. Like, hey, you want in on like, you want in on a little freaky deaky thing? No one approaches me with that kind of stuff. 
Maybe you know, I give I off the to, vibe right, of listen. like, I'm not rolling that way. I don't I, know if I, the vibe I, if, I give off is different, but no one's ever been like, yo, man. A dad's never come up to me. A dad has never even come up to me and be like, hey, man, Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Jackson's got a fat ass, right? Never. Never once. I'm being Dude. serious. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe maybe your daughter goes to school with a bunch of mutant kids because <laughs> you're in Southern California. I'm telling I mean, you, it's got to be different okay. in different places. But, but I'm uh, also maybe. in the same breath not saying that this doesn't exist. I completely understand that it exists. I'm just telling you that was not my experience. Simple as that. You know, Dude. she's going into middle school next year. So, you know, it's a whole new ball game. Maybe I'll see, Bro, uh, you know... This is Jackson's I, fat ass. You could you, listen. I'm not saying act on this and have affairs and do dumb things. I'm just saying it's happening in every neighborhood. So don't be naive. Like I'm we not. have friends that hit it's us up. We have, no, we have friends that hit us up. I we have close friends of the show that have hit me up and said, "Yo, dude, we had a, a beach weekend with like everyone in the neighborhood, and uh, like some mom propositioned me, and I was like, yo, I can't like." We've had our, our buddy in Connecticut, Super Agent Sean. Sean talks about how, like, we went out for dinner with Sean, and him and his wife were gossiping about how the different people on their block were sleeping with this person. And, like, Jessica doesn't know her husband's with uh, John. And, yeah, John's wife, she's fucking her trainer. Like, it's one big soap opera. You forget there's a lot of towns that the drama – it's, maybe it's like a smaller town and the boringness of it creates all this like neighborhood drama. Soccer coach is banging someone's mom. Like, I don't know. You know I'm just it saying. Though? It's, it's also like, it sounds like busybody shit. And, I don't and you avoid involved, that. And I don't get involved in that stuff. No, but not, um, not only, I'm not saying, I'm not saying you don't get involved with it. I don't. You are You're so right. oblivious that you don't even like. I'm not, I'm not getting involved. If yeah. like one of Melody's friends was banging another one of her friend's dad's. That could very well have happened, but you're the one guy that doesn't know. Because you're like, yeah, I just fucking don't know. Melody's friends. She's 11. What? No, one of Melody's friends, like, dads or something. Right. Like, if, Me- if one of Melody's friends' moms what? ended up banging one of Melody's friends' dads, you'd be the only guy that didn't know because you are the oblivious guy. Because you're just like, yeah, I don't give a shit. I gotta do my own shit. I also lead with kindness and politeness. And I'm just here trying to be a good dad and get the fuck out. You know? So, I, I don't think people approach me with their town gossip and... I'm not in on that club. You know what I mean? Um, but again, in the same breath, not denying it. So it's great stuff. I, I want to hear more. I want to hear more tales. I want to hear more stories. Eight. What is our, what's our number? Four, one, two, the letter C in our show. If you want to text or call, if you've seen this drama go down, I just think it's widespread. Rich has the, it's not the eye of the Vato. It's the eye of the Ron Jeremy, but isn't Ron Jeremy like a rapist? So yeah, let's not do that's, that. That's gross. Yeah. Don't do that. Yeah. Don't do that. Those those glass gazing balls in the landscaping is a swinger sign. I don't even know what that means. Oh, like those the, crystals, the, those, the, those the crystal, crystal like lawn ornaments. Yeah, like the lawn things. Ah, uh, I always thought the uh, not the garden gnome, Rich. I always thought the what is it like the Texas star or whatever that star is that you yeah. see on the front door, brown star, or on the front on the front porch. I always thought that was the, you know what I'm talking about? Then, yeah. fuck, then fucking everyone in town, including my mother-in-law is a swinger then because that's like on everyone's house. Texas Browns. Is it time for the GILF stuff? Let's see. Are we not getting the GILF stuff today? I'm reading. Uh, I want to read. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to Carl's page and see if anyone's chiming in there. Of course they are. Crystal says, I don't mind being all up in the Kool-Aid. Yeah, but if Crystal was a mom that started getting all gossipy with me, I think she'd know immediately like, yeah, I'm not here for that. I'm here to be like a good dad, and I got my good dad face on right now. I'm not here to talk about shenanigans between Mr. and Mrs. Uh, so-and-so. Um, Gabby says, geez, people live soap opera lives, and I'm mowing the lawn like Jim Carrey in the Truman Show. Yeah, I'm just not interested in their business. Uh, Alejandro Michael says, I'm more of Cavino style, super oblivious to these things. I wouldn't say I'm oblivious. I'm just not included in on that. Maybe it's a white person club that they don't know if they should allow me in on or not. Like, I don't know. Is he one of us? Yeah. Race card. It's definitely <laughs> that. Camino. Uh, let's see. Hey, Gabby. Hey, Jonesy. That's how we roll in Texas. That's what Jonesy says. Let's see. Soccer parents with wine at morning games. Lushes. 
And then Lonnie, that's EJ. Lonnie said, oh, bro, they bring coolers and shit. The dads and the moms. Yeah, like it's a, I, I don't do that. That's not my scene, but I will say you do see people drinking at their kids' games, like moms with little cups of wine and shit. It's like, yo, you can't do that at brunch on Sunday. That's during your kids' game. Shout out to Vic kids, in Toronto. Kids sports in Texas sound very hobnobby. That's Marcus and uh, yes. Marcus Hamilton. I'm not in I said, on that. I said, yeah, it's nice, man. It's nice. No, but the way you describe it, yeah, I, it is nice, but you're also in the same breath saying that you're noticing other shenanigans. I don't, I don't get in on. Well, that. I'm saying, I'm saying, mixed in with the niceness. Like, yeah, I was talking to some so a grandma that was there watching her grandkids, and she was there with her kids, and yeah, it's a, it's a lot of nice chit chatty fun. But I'm saying, mixed in with that chit chatty kind environment, you could absolutely tell that shenanigans are afoot. That's all. And by the way, that doesn't mean I don't socialize because I very much socialize. But when I'm dealing with other parents, there's a line I don't cross. And it's always leading with politeness. And I'm talking about, like, you know, what's going on at school or with the kids and their hobbies. And, you know, I never, I don't think I've ever crossed the line with another dad. I'm like, yeah, bro, when you slide it, slip in the old brajo, you know what I mean? Bro, bro, bro. I never crossed that. I, I hang, well, I talk that way with, uh, with yeah, you that's guys. Like, that's, that's like creepy. That's, formal guy Steve, that's, a formal, that's the formal Steve party, though. You're, you're, I'm no, not going to say odd because you're people not, say you're that, saying that's, that's, that's not me. That's very much me. I just, no, I don't that's a level, lead that way. That's a level in of real life. Uh, and that's a level of comfort with someone. Yeah. I'll like, I always, I always found it weird, and we've discussed this in the past, where like certain higher ups would go down that path with us. And uh, yeah, we were like buddy chummy, but I'm like, I don't want to hear about that. That's yeah. shit that's you, like you, that you talk. Yeah, Steve, it's like, and, and I know what you mean, and I get it, but it's like I don't know. It's how you behave with people you don't know that well, and is being polite. And don't get me wrong, I love talking about ass. Yeah, but there's I mean, a time and place for that, and you don't you don't lead with me? you don't lead with your dick. No, I would be like, yo, stay away from that kid's dad. Right, He's a creep. Yeah, because then it's like, especially with having a daughter. I, well, I I also think that has something to do with it. Like, especially you know? having a daughter, you don't want to have those like odd conversations with other dads and then you're like all right melody go play at uh the little billy's house uh, yeah. is, is his dad gonna be there right right heron chance uh rich always assumes other folks are as deviant minded as he is rich has the eye of the deviant but i think most are you just don't know Cavino and rich best of the week hey it's Cavino and rich we hope you enjoyed that highlight from our show now, if you want to catch our show live every day, video and audio, patreon.com slash Cavino and Rich. Join us on our new adventure. Patreon.com slash Cavino and Rich. Again, there's two tiers, one where you could just listen, one where you could listen and watch what we do, plus some extras behind the velvet rope. Either way, we hope you join and we hope you enjoy it. Appreciate you listening. We're Cavino and Rich. Tell your friends. Cavino and Rich, best of the week. Rich is working out in the morning. People are curious why the new routine. I decided that. I think your motivation's like kind of weird. I get it though. I'm not being judgy guy, but. Why? The fact that you want to look so good on this boat trip in seven weeks. I guess it's good motivation, but like you don't want to be the weakest guy there. How is. Who's there that. Who's going there that's so fit that. Yeah, but that's what lights the fire for you. But but hold on, how is it strange to you? It's not strange to me. It's interesting. I don't think it's strange. Like anytime you have a vacation, or you know, that's going to be good motivation. But exactly. who's this person it's not a vacation. that's really it's a, it's like, like a, I can't look like worse a, than that guy? Who like is so weekend, ripped out of all your friends? It's a weekend trip at the end of May. Yeah, where are you Memorial, going? Around Memorial Day. It's a weekend trip for a couple people's birthdays and. They rented a boat and we're going to stay by a lake for like a weekend. Just no. do what I do. How is that? How is but that? It wasn't, Rich, it wasn't, that wasn't the whole story. The whole story was you Take didn't want to be the weakest link. Take you it up, Rich. Nobody, and, nobody and, wants and to be the weakest dude, but what say, would make you assume that you were? Let's say there's, Take it let's up, say Rich. there's five couples going, right? Yeah. The other guys are like, in, they're like you and I, they're, they're like us. They're don't me not, not out of shape, but they're not in shape, but like, yeah, some of the guys are in shape. I just don't want to be the weak guy. It's Sarah's friends are a bunch of in shape people. It's his, For the most part. If that, let, it, let that be his motivation. Like, how is that I'm a not, weird motivation? I just said I'm not judging it. I found it interesting that that was his motivation. Why? 
The seven weeks, the dudes that like, they're a bunch like, of like married like dudes. Pretty, that seems like a pretty normal motivation. Do you know that? Do you know that for me? Fight about. I found that interesting. Do you know for years my mindset? This is my mindset on our show. Every convention that we did, and we did ten of them. The previous year, I would say, you know what? By next year, I'm going to be in like super mega shape. So like for the convention, everyone sees me. They're like, Spot, you look great. By the way. And every year went by and I'm like. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Every year I'm I'm like, like, you know what? Judging you. Like, I'm like, what is this boat trip that you have to look so good for in seven weeks? Do you? But I have a question. Like, you you never told us where you're going. I don't know who these people are that you're going with. So I'm like, well, how? Who cares? It's not your I'm group not of friends. I'm being weird. I'm telling you my fucking thought process no, no, when you were you telling me. You know how many times I'm when we do an event. Rich, you do you. You do you, bro. Spot. I'm good. Spot. Yeah. How many times when we've done a, a Kavino Rich convention or an event where someone came up to you and goes, yeah, you know what? Like, I put this on my calendar as the day that I wanted to be in shape for because I was meeting you guys. I was going to meet a bunch of listeners. And, like, I just thought it was a good, like, Go back and... If you go back Time. and look at that, look, even this is homework for everyone because a lot of people uh, watching and listening right now and including us have been to our events. Just go back and look at yourself in the event and you could see like, oh, that year I was, wasn't really feeling it for me. That year I had a little day. extra chub that year. Oh, my hair looked good and I looked pretty thin that year. Oh man, I look beefy. Kavino, you know what it is? That's how it's, I feel right, every I'll time. Give you the, I'll give you the equivalent spot. Yeah. If Kavino and I, and I, and I feel like we will do this again one day once the world is uh, officially back to normal. When we would do our Kavino and Rich road trips, right? Because I think more than ever, when the world is open, that's like, I think that's the most fun available thing we could do. Road trips and meet the listeners and meet the people that are supporting us, right? Yeah. There's two things that I have on my mind. Uh, an event in Vegas, because I feel like yeah. that's a good place once everything starts reopening. You don't think it's a and little like the- ultra competitive of Rich to like want to like Really? You know? I don't think, I don't think he's, he's going on a boat trip with a bunch of pals. I think like, he's, shouldn't he be like like relaxing a little bit? I mean, yes. And I and I why think, are you worried? Like I, that's what I don't. I don't like that the, judgy way. Like if you're hanging out with friends, like don't you just want to like be able to relax? I understand anything that motivates you is a good thing. You know my trainer, but and I don't Hold think up. you're going to be the weakest link, bro. You're you're a good looking dude. My trainer. I mean, Rich, you're going with like a group of couples, so it's it, no one's really going to be paying attention to your dad bod. But my trainer did tell me a story that, like, the reason did he's... you say dad bod? Yeah. The in reason seven yeah, weeks, I hear this that, is going to be like, a I don't rad bod. I don't want to go on vacation with anyone bod, that, I, that would even be a thought in my mind. The reason like, I want to be able to relax and not worry. The reason yeah, but you're I, the guy... Hold on, Kavino. Fuck that. You're a lying sack of shit. Oh, that was harsh. I'm sorry. Um, You're just lying. You don't take your shirt off in Vegas when you don't feel it. When I'm, like, with people like you. When I'm with people like you. See, this is your own thing. Oh yeah, that you know what? That's a good thing. When, when I'm, I'm with people like you, no, you if know I'm what? just chilling, what do you think? I fucking I'm not Please. just hanging out. You're so insecure that you don't take your shirt off in Vegas. That is true. Just, just yesterday, I was the most confident guy. Because when I'm with you, when guy, I'm with people like you, I'm oh with God, judgy I'm, people. I have that much power so I'm like, over you? oh, I, I take not my, at all. I I'm just my, like I don't want to hang with people. I judgy take my people shirt like off you. around him. I, I don't care. So that's what I'm saying. Like I don't want to hang with people who are judgy like that. My my motivation is like I want to get in shape, not to look good for fucking John and Bart, you know, on the boat trip. Dude, that's I why I found it why interesting. You, no, you're full of you're full of doggy do. In fact, go outside, Rich, is this pick a, up a, wait, pick Rich. up a bunch of dog shit and stick it in your pockets, so you could officially be like stuffed and full of shit. Because every time we do an event, Rich, is this a swingers weekend you're going on? Yeah I, yeah, I wanted to know what this was all about. That he yeah. had to be so damn sexy. Mercer wants to know, is this a swingers weekend? Tell Mercer to get back on his bike and drive 20 more miles. Can he hurt his arm. Quick recovery, Mercer. I know he got hurt doing something. Oh, really? Yeah. Hurt his collarbone yeah, or something. Yeah, he fell off his bike. Yeah. Fell oh, my a, God. That's always a, a fear mind. Did he flip forward off his bike? Or go? Something happened. Yeah. Jeez. He, went, he drove off a cliff and, like, rolled down the whole cliff. Oh wait! Did Mercer when Mercer was riding his bike? Did Troy come along in his car and hold his hand? Yeah, and then he went woo, Whoa! <laughs> Goonies style. That's what happened to Mercer. Quick recovery, buddy. So, Godspeed, Kavino. Every time we do an event, how come you go get a fresh haircut and some a new sh- couple new shirts and a couple of things? Like, who are you trying to impress? It's not impressing. It's trying to be your best for a moment. Okay, yeah, no, I get that. I think I just didn't like who I, you didn't really elaborate on the trip, really. And I was like, where are they going? Okay, you know, so what's going so it's, on? It's uh, That's it's a, it's an interesting motivation. 
I understand our, it. Like I said, I just didn't. I think have all the details. I'm like, why is Rich feeling getting so ultra competitive? Who are these guys? I mean, a have you met my friend Rich? Right. B. I feel like you're just being very. There's a, I don't know what the word is, but like it's very odd right now. There's like a lot of like odd energy towards each other right now. Dude, I brought up a fucking no, question. I, why I, is no, it so I, weird? I no, Move not on. Right, I don't I care. Just think, I just work your head off. I just think this guy over here is uh, actually no, that's you. This guy over here is uh, is just full of it because he's the guy that always wants to look his best for an event. Yeah. For uh, if we do a road trip, if we do a convention with listeners, if we do any type of. You're right, and if I don't, I'm not. Yeah, I don't want to participate. If, if, if Kavino and I, I do think like, it's odd, though. I think it's odd that it's your yeah. sole motivation. That's what I was saying. What the fuck? I, fuck you, well, both of you guys. Oh, okay. That's all I was trying to say. It like your motivation should be long term, <laughs> not not that that weekend comes. I've been loaded yesterday, and I was then like, that Monday you're more of a lifestyle Bell. guy. Is it more like a lifestyle change? Your motivation is I so you. Or the weakest dude out of the fucking seven dads that's that are good, there. That's a and good. Whatever the motivation is is fine. I agree with that. I found that interesting. I, I, I got to read the feedback. That's Pe- all. People, you guys are, people you guys are making it fucking weird. I was just trying to get you to elaborate on why you're so competitive with these random people. That's all. Must be the new mics. Yeah. Hey, by the way, new microphones. You guys are making it a thing. I was fucking trying to pull some details out of the well, guy. I'm not, yeah. No, I'll give you. I'll give you more details. Tell us but about I, your weekend. Have, Tell us about your plans. And I'm pulling no, 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 and By no, the no. way, for people who really listen closely, I'm only trying to pull details based on the feedback that we got yesterday. Personally, I don't give a fuck. I'm just trying to do a radio show. I don't give a fuck what you do or your workout, show. to be honest. But I'm trying to get information okay. for the show. Again, based on <laughs> feedback. If you, you think I really think you. about this shit that much, you're wrong. I'm <laughs> thinking about the feedback that we got yesterday. Well, where's he going? Why is he so competitive? That's his motivation. I, Steve Cavino, don't give a diddly fuck. I have a question. I'm doing a show. Oh, he dropped the diddly fuck. Yeah, I really don't. So, like, you could, like, you both are coming at me weird for, like, trying to get information out of this guy. Okay. He has this weird, like, competitive thing where he wants to work out for the next seven weeks. I'm asking about it. It's as All simple right, well, as that. Hold on. I'm not judging it because I really don't care. But, all right. Let me explain. In life, people have things they're looking forward to. And probably I'd imagine the most common things for people to set a workout goal for are vacations, weddings, family gatherings, high school reunions, different things where people say, all right, a few months from now would be a great timestamp for me to now work out in preparation for that. That's like saying, hey, my wife and I are going to Mexico. I want to be in better shape by June. How is that? In, how, that's like the that most normal the, that thought the process story, ever. But I agree with you. It's like spot setting a destination. Like he spot doesn't like to go just on a stroll. He likes to have a destination. It gives him more motivation. You know, where are we it's, going? Okay, good. Is there an end in sight? Cool. And then we turn yeah. around right on. You were saying yeah. that it was like a competitive thing about being better than these dudes that you're going on this trip with yesterday. That's what you were saying. And it was speculation on that. So I was trying to get you to elaborate. Honestly, Rich, I don't care. And since you guys made it weird, I have to make that clear because I really don't. I'm happy you're getting in shape. I'm proud of you. I'm just, I'm just fascinated by like you thinking it's a weird. I don't care. It's his own ego. It's his own ego. Just wants to feel good when he's, he wants to feel good when he goes there. He knows, you know, wait, you know, the other dudes don't care. The other dudes aren't looking at you like, uh, hey, look, yeah. Rich didn't, Rich, Rich is oh, like shape. an expectation. Oh, see, look at that like, dad body. He's bringing us down. He's bringing down right. the crew. No, no, no. I don't no, think, no, I don't no, think no. anyone is doing that. I think you want to feel good when you unleash the, the bod like, like, right, on the boat. Right. I think and that's, that's okay. It, I think, I think more you along those wanna, lines too. Yeah. You and roll I think up that's that shirt and you're just like, <sighs> maybe that's what's a little interesting about it. Like what? You is don't it? want to hold your man nipples like I do when I go out in public. But again, I'm just going based on a lot of the speculation that I saw yesterday on on social media about your your proclamation to get. <laughs> I'm fit. just amazed because I'm thinking about every possible event, and people get ready for those things because they want to be their best. Like for instance, because you, you have you because you have an expectation, like Spa said, of yourself. You have an expectation. 
that okay. you want to bring to the table, right. right? Based on like Spot said, it could be your own ego or what you feel you should be at. You know, I never said, you know, I want to look good for Narzan uh, next time we're in Vegas. I mean, that's kind of what you said. That's always my yesterday. motivation. Well, I, I didn't say I wanted to look good for anyone in particular. I said I just don't want to be. Exactly I don't want to be the said. weak guy amongst. I don't. I don't want to be the weak guy amongst people that stay in shape. What's weird about that? There's nothing weird about it, man. It's like going to a bachelor party. It's like going to a bachelor party and saying, you know, I should probably buy. I should probably buy some new sneakers or new shoes and a new pair of jeans because uh, I, I don't really have new shit. I'm an old guy and. Uh, I don't want to be the odd man out. Like I'm going out with a bunch of guys for someone's bachelor party. You don't think people get ready for events? That That's the definition. You don't know how many people have come up to me personally and said, Hey, I came out to your event. Yo, I bought these jeans. Cause you and Kavina always talk about how the jeans I used to wear were lame. Like, what are they trying to impress me? Yeah. Maybe I say that to you. Cause you're judging. They I hope they're not going to bring it. I hope they're not skinny jeans. Cause those are out now. Yeah. And don't but, wear but, huge basketball shorts guys or cargo right. shorts. Those are out. all right. Um, dude, I was just trying to get you to elaborate. I don't really, like I said, I'm not really judging your motivation. Um, I'm just trying to get you to explain a little more as to why these dudes or this moment is motivating you so much. Because I need something. Okay, well, that's it. Yeah, and you got to find every little nugget you can sometimes, you know. I don't know I mean, what the proper, I think lifestyle is the proper motivation. You know lifestyle change for yourself. You know how sometimes... Uh, you know, sometimes when you're st stuck professionally, sometimes just having a meeting motivates you. You're like, oh, it's just something. Right? Like you can feel like you're in a professional rut and just having a meeting scheduled about something cool could be enough to just keep your mind in a good place. Like, all right, well, you know, you know, nothing's moving right now, but yeah, Tuesday we have a meeting with that, uh, that VP of that company. Like sometimes something like that or a meeting with a client, like when you're in a, a rut. Like, I don't know. I just feel like I want to get in shape. What, what, what better, what better excuse than a bunch of people that are relatively in shape people all getting together for like a weekend by a lake and a boat. That's a great motivator to be like, all right, let me get, let me get in shape. That'll be a good time to get in shape for. But I think you need to, you need to change your mindset. And make this more of like a long-term thing. Like set no, that goal. I don't, I don't operate that yeah, way. So I like, what happens, I like, yeah, what happens no, after set that. the goal. Was, it was more of a lifestyle thing. That's what we discussed yesterday. And yeah, everything like, I brought uh, up was weird all of a sudden. Like you guys are fucking off your rockers. Like uh, our buddy uh, Tony in San Diego, whom I love. By the way, I had the most written generous down, individual I got to say it. Look at this. What does that say right there? Look at that. Shout out to Tony. Tony Murillo, thank you very much. Moriello. Moriello? Uh, Moriello? Yeah. Tony Moriello. Hey, it's way easier to stay in shape so you're always ready. Like he says, I want to live as long as possible, and being in shape helps me live my best life. I don't care what others think about me. This is for me. That's all I was getting at. I'm the weirdest guy. Sorry for asking questions. I'm crazy, I guess. Mah, 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 mah. Woo! But when Tony Moriello says it, oh man, that guy, what a poignant thought. He's the guy. It's exactly what I was getting at. Everything you just fucking said right now was everything I was alluding to. But Tony said it. So, hey, man, that guy's right on. He makes a good alluding point. Alluding to and actually saying are two different things. I was letting Rich tell the story. Everything you just said was where my questioning came from. Because that's what other people were speculating yesterday. Like, shouldn't his motivation for lifelong change not be what he's saying right now? So I was like, yeah, I found that interesting. Not trying to be judgy. And you guys make it weird. If anyone makes shit weird, it's, weird, it's you guys. I was asking fair questions. This guy, Spot is talking about lifelong change. And Rich was talking about his seven-week motivation. And what happens after that? Everything that Tony said was oh, exactly I what I was coming from. Then <laughs> okay. I eat mac and cheese. Which is great. That's balance. And I, I you yeah. know... Work hard, play hard. I yeah, then you, go, then you go for barbecue. But it's a terrible resisted, cycle. I'm the same way. I hate it. I resisted uh, temptation number one. So I'm, uh, I'm one for one in resisting. I got home yesterday and Sarah's mom's like, there is a, there's fried chicken and mac and cheese leftovers I have out. I'm like, no, thanks. And I fucking had a salad. One for one. Let's I got see how the long fixings. Yeah, it's tough, man. Discipline. Cavino and Rich, best of the week. Hey, it's Cavino and Rich. We hope you enjoyed that highlight from our show.
Now, if you want to catch our show live every day, video and audio, patreon.com slash Cavino and Rich. Join us on our new adventure. Patreon.com slash Cavino and Rich. Again, there's two tiers, one where you could just listen, one where you could listen and watch what we do, plus some extras behind the velvet rope. Either way, we hope you join and we hope you enjoy it. Appreciate you listening. We're Cavino and Rich. Tell your friends. Cavino and Rich, best of the week.